0: Give you a show like you have never ever seen before. Why? Because I can.
1: All right, hello everyone, welcome to a special watch along edition of the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast we've done these in a while haven't had a regular show in a while so we've got a special guest this week we'll get to him in just a second so we're going to be watching along with big sexy kevin nash versus goldberg from star 98 and if you want to watch along i'll say it a few more times but the timestamp on peacock is two hours 24 minutes eight seconds basically the very beginning of the kind of video package wcw did for this so uh I guess we'll just go right into it and then we'll go to propers and everything. Our guest is Tony Barker, you know him as the Wingdog figure guy, Tony Wingdog 72. What's up Tony? How's it going out there in the you're technically Midwest, almost almost mountain region, but how's it going out there?
0: Good, good. So yeah, we're in the, we're in the flat mountain region of, uh, of <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska, so not doing not doing too bad out here. So Did you get any snow I think yet? I a good Christmas. No, uh, no, we're supposed to get something tomorrow.
1: Okay. We got about three inches today here in the Chicago area, but it started to rain tonight, so it'll all be gone tomorrow. So that's at least fun. There you go. All right. So, really quick, guys, if this is your first time listening, you us in a while, you can follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. You can find all of our past shows for free. Your favorite podcast app, just search Positively Processing Podcast. Normally, nostalgic look backs at stuff, uh, talk about random topics, favorite moments, or favorite, weird wrestling memories, all that stuff is on the regular feed with our normal co-host, Eric, who can't be here this week. He's been out. Eric is okay, everyone. I know a people, few, few people have asked. Eric's okay. I'm okay. We're all good. Eric has just been uh, being stepping up and taking care of stuff for his family and his fiance's family, so obviously that takes priority over a, a weird wrestling nostalgic podcast, but that's why we got Tony on tonight to talk about... Kevin Nash and Goldberg from Star K 98 I think we should just hit the play button on our end together at the same time and we can talk about Nash and about this match and the whole thing and where we were, all that stuff. Really quick, you could follow Tony on Twitter, like I said, at Tony WingDog72. All right. So we'll we'll get right into it. Again, if you guys want to f- watch along, I know everyone some people do it once in a while, which is kind of fun. Go to Peacock, two hours, 24 minutes, eight seconds. If you don't have Peacock, if you're streaming it another way on the network overseas or something like that, it's basically right at the beginning of the video package. So on three, Tony will be about synced up. Let me know when you're ready and I'll hit play too. You ready? Uh-oh, you frozen? I think Tony froze. I might have to call him back. I just see clicking. Can you hear me, Tony? You good? Can you hear me? I think we're frozen. All right, let's start over. I'm going to call him back. Sorry about that. You good now?
0: I, I hope so. I hope so. We just okay. started. Uh, just froze up there. And-
1: okay. It's listen. It's we're we're live, pal. Sid at, in your house. Are you ready to hit play? I'm ready. Okay. On go. Three, two. One go. All right, so we've got the weird, like, cloud build to this match. Do you remember this Goldberg-Nash build at all during Nitro-ish era? How it even got to this point?
0: Uh, It, it just kind of seemed like it happened out of nowhere, really. Uh, I was really into the, you know, I, I have to preface, I was a staunch WWE guy sure, at the time. Sure, sure. Especially uh, in
1: '98 here, when this is December of '98, and Buffer's got you to the main event, the big fight feel. But December of '98, you know, we are WWF is like on a really kicking ass and taking over. So, but yeah, for me, I don't remember this at all. So, anything at all for you to remember how this even got to this point? We've got Michael Buffer out right now. You freezing? All right, you're freezing up again. Yeah. I think you are. All right. Yeah, just freezing. Up no, like you know what you got to do? Let's turn off your video, and I'll turn off mine, and that will help with the buffering. So I'll turn off mine. Perfect. Speaking of buffering, we've got Bruce, or Bruce Buffer, Michael Buffer giving the announcements as we're talking about buffering here.
0: Yep. So, yeah. so but, I was really into the uh, the DDP Goldberg build uh um during the fall of 1998 i thought uh i was really hoping ddp would would have been the guy and i think looking back i still still feel like he was probably the guy to do it maybe not at halloween havoc but maybe a little bit after that and then uh then it was just all of a sudden hey it's uh it's kevin nash and he's you know he's taking over the you know, I, take it over the main event scene, and then here we are.
1: I might have officially stopped channel surfing around this, like, flipping at this time. Because before that, it was back and forth with Nitro and Raw, but this was pretty close to just stopping doing that. hmm For you, yeah, it, were you a, a recorder? Were you a, a flipper back and forth? How did you watch your Monday Night Wars in 96 through
0: 98, 99? I was, I was a flipper. Now, like I was always, you know, WWE was the priority. Uh, but I would, you know, on commercial, I would flip back mm-hmm. and see what's going on. Or if like, say sting sting was on or somebody, I, somebody I really liked for, uh, for WCW, not like a, like a Chris water and Eddie Guerrero, some you know, somebody, to, somebody like that, I, I would totally, you know, stay on there, but yeah, I was more of a flipper. I didn't have the, I wasn't smart enough to do the, uh, the double recording or anything like that, but, yeah. And if- um, yeah.
1: Yeah, so this, all this stuff with this match, of course, is famous for everyone's pissed at Nash of the streak, but watching Nash come out, he is clearly he's like a huge fan favorite. There's Nash signs. He's got the big pyro. This isn't like a, this isn't out of the question that he'd be the guy to beat Goldberg. Absolutely. Like what, everybody loves him. This is, I don't, I don't remember this. People are going nuts. We got Wolfpack shirts.
0: I, I actually owned a uh, all red. It was the all red with the wolf on the front. Yeah, Wolfpack shirt. So yeah. I mean, Wolfpack was it? It was, they took it was. I, I it was feels like the movie Twins to me. They took all the cool people out of uh, the NWO and Lex Luger and put them in the Wolfpack.
1: And <laughs> movie, then you have the Twins reference in the NWO Hollywood. <laughs> I just watched that movie with Devito and Schwarzenegger, and I've forgotten the ridiculous concept of Twins. For those who've forgotten, twins—they're literal twins. Danny DeVito, or they were—they were like lab-made twins, but they took all the good stuff and gave it to Arnold, and all the crappy stuff and gave it to Danny DeVito. So that's a great reference there. Uh, th- did you watch this pay-per-view, the Starcade? Were you? A-
0: I didn't. I didn't watch it live. I watched it after the fact.
1: So who was your like hookup to watch pay-per-views? Was did you rent this tape, or would you have like someone give it to you later?
0: It, it. I would uh, at this time I was more renting because uh, I was the you know as far as the WWE side I got all the WWE pay per views so I would be the, I was the hookup on that end, but you know I would go to Blockbuster and mm-hmm. or uh, Suncoast and mm-hmm. pick up some pick up some uh, you know VHS um, of the of the WCW matches so yeah I would, that's how I would do it.
1: Goldberg's walking out with the security team right now. What do you think that guy's doing right now? The, guy, the event staff W13. You think he shows his friends? He is frontin'. He's more front than Goldberg is walking out to the arena.
0: Absolutely. Wait, is that he, Gage? He, he might still be doing this. I just I have that feeling. He, gold- just, he just kept at it and just kept plugging away and he's still there.
1: Goldberg just signed Super an autograph protecting. for an autograph for a kid, you know, which is weird that there's just a gold a kid walking around backstage. Right. So Goldberg was a guy that, as a huge, unapologetic WWF supporter, I was like trained to say he sucked and he was lame, but I secretly thought he was awesome <laughs> because he was for a I, period of time for sure.
0: At, at this time, I mean, he w- he not only looked the part, but you know, there wasn't too many guys doing the MMA style of uh, mm-hmm. of wrestling hybrid. You know, you had Taz and ECW, but Goldberg. Really, it always impressed me when he would do like the uh, the leg grapevine takedown and yeah. get into a heel hook. I, you didn't see anybody doing that back then. No. And especially this guy is bricked up, two seventy five, just looks like a, looks like a monster, and you know,
1: it's breathing fire right now in the, in the pyro absolutely. here.
0: I mean, he's just uh, he wasn't my favorite guy either. You know, I was you know oh he's you know Austin ripoff and. Austin would go behind him in in three seconds flat, but you can't deny Goldberg had it. He was, you know, Mm -hmm. perhaps, uh, you know, their ultimate warrior, you know, just uh, huge eyes and great look and, you know, two minute matches, but it got the job done. And sometimes that's all you need.
1: For sure. And this was, this was also cool because this is a, I guess guess it's a baby face, baby face match because of how the crowd is. And it seems like, this is a little bit like obviously I'm not comparing it, but like Warrior Hogan where Goldberg's like in the Hogan role where Nash is like the new cool guy, even though he's not new. Man, not very good ventilation in this arena. All the Pyro has <laughs> caused a pretty big fog over the start of this match. This does have a big fight match feel. I'll give him that. Like this is a this oh, feels legit.
0: Yeah, this is this is you can pass this as a Starcade main event any day of the week. It isn't? I mean, you know, they were you had a ton of guys in WCW, but like you said, Kevin Nash was just—he uh, was next level. And at the time, I don't—I don't remember Kevin Ma- Kevin Nash uh, getting too many title shots at this time either. No. So I think there was the novelty of, hey, you know, uh, Kevin Nash is finally going to get a, get his crack at uh, at the big time in WCW. He'd been the WWF champion, and mm-hmm. now let's you know let's see what he could do against this unstoppable badass Goldberg. So I mean, it's it's. You know, it's it's major, it's huge.
1: Nash's gear here is very similar to his new Legends Elite, which I recently found and picked up. I got it in my wall there, so it's pretty similar to it. Uh he's got the doesn't have the Tupac bandana, which even as a kid in like eighth or ninth grade, I'm like, that's lame. I'm like you're not cool. You're an old white guy, don't be wearing a Tupac bandana.
0: Try trying to assimilate to the hip hop culture. Yeah, there, exactly. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> with his Pinot Grigio or whatever he's drinking. <laughs> he
0: drinking a bottle of Pinot.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what's funny, our Laps fed Podcast was we'll to do jokes about it, but like you, any shoot interview he does, like that's what he talks about. Him be, He like refers to himself as cultured and, and all his other crap. Like listen, you're Kevin Nash, you're Diesel. Uh, I was running on diesel, the mile power.
0: market we drove on, and all you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, it's, just, I, it's all there.
1: I ran on so, diesel power for sure in the WWF, but Nash, I thought it with the original N.W. Outsiders. I was like, oh, this is awesome. But by this point, I must have been out on Kevin Nash. I clearly was in the minority based on the crowd reaction.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, man, there was something about the NWO Wolf Pack. It's you know, yeah, people, I people were so tired of Hogan. And I do do remember that distinctly. It was, you know, even guys who would later when Hogan would come back to the WWF who were so, uh, so excited that he was back, quote, home, you know, you see, um, you know, you want you wanted something different. And it was, you know, the NWO was a couple of years old at this point. The Wolfpack gave you something different. I mean, it was Macho Man red face sting which I lobster sting pleasure of mine <laughs> so guilty pleasure of mine conan who was i i thought conan was the the man at mm-hmm. this time you know luger was just, luger he, was in it yeah luger yeah luger was in it he was always the square peg in the wolf pack. no
1: right? was just, he was cool he was, <laughs> he,
0: he was trying way too hard you know i i like badass lex who was just you know Flex, torture rack, mm-hmm. kick ass, get in, get out, that kind of thing. Uh, scream unnecessarily when he got hit in the back, you know that kind ah! of thing. Ah, wow. but you know, <laughs> yeah, but Kevin, you know, and then Kevin Nash, you had the straw that stirred the drink. He was cool. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he looked, you know, looked great. You know, had had he was fun, and they would cut these promos or whatever. Or sometimes they they got over not even having to wrestle.
1: I think so, I think looking back, it's easy to like shit on Kevin Nash, like, oh wow, he's lame, he thinks he's so cool. But as younger kids going into high school or in high school at the time, Nash was kinda cool. Like he had a oh, cool attitude, like so. the too cool very for school, so. like I don't give a shit attitude with the nonchalantness, which was cool, he's still big ma- By the way, there were a few minutes this match. It is still extremely smoky in this arena. Yeah. <laughs> this is just power move, power move here, punch, kick, all that stuff. Not too much to talk about in this match itself, but the crowd's still into it, but I, it's big, It's pretty distracting how much smoke is still in this arena. just pyro just yeah. played, took care of it.
0: Yeah, it's just, yeah it's, you're going to have to have a, uh, you know, Basically, you're watching it in a uh, mighty thick fog.
1: Yeah, it's like the old smoky arenas on those old TV Smoking tapings. Bars. Yes, the, the smoky the smoky arenas the, with the single spotlight under it. But with this pay-per-view too, the Star K98 pay-per-view, WCW, I think a lot of people assumed that once WrestleMania 14 happened, WCW kind of went down the crapper, but they made a ton of money in 98 still, and they were still selling out arenas kind of riding the momentum off 97. And I've always wanted to go back and watch all those Nitros and stuff. I just never have time to because I watch other random wrestling stuff like WrestleMania 7 16 times in a row or whatever. But I'm, I'm, yeah, for sure. I'm just curious how those hold up because I remember them. And here we go, the ground and pound with, from Goldbergs. Talk about that MMA earlier.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, to keep on, oh, there we go. Nash go
1: for the, for the arm bar here. Look at this.
0: Who said Kevin Nash couldn't wrestle? No, but uh, uh you know, in you know, to off that point, I remember in the summer of '98, that was when the Goldberg Georgia Dome yes. show happened when he beat Hogan. So they were still, you know, Goldberg just coming off that awesome feud with Raven and the Flock, um, you know, where he where he becomes the United States Champion, and then all of a sudden on that thunder or that famous thunder. Hey Goldberg's getting a shot at the title next on Monday night. Yeah, that was still that was still going on. So they had, you know, they were just going to ride Goldberg, as they should have, you know, during that summer, and you still had something that competed with, you know, like you said. WWE was coming on like a steamroller, mm-hmm. but they were they were still lockstep with them for a little while, or at least that's how it seemed because it did that uh, Georgia Dome Goldberg show. That was some. That was something else.
1: Yeah, I think Eric and I did a watch along or something somewhere that re- like a, last year, and it was crazy because I, I everyone's I think everybody I think we talk about on our show a lot here is everyone remembers the clips and they remember the highlights that you see a lot of these big moments, but if you watch everything as a whole, shows as a whole, you kind of forget how good they really were and how epic they were and why they're still remembered. That whole Georgia Dome show is awesome. There's like a huge right. buildup where Goldberg has to almost earn his title shot. And there's like a weird like thing in the air where everyone figures, okay, it's going to be a DQ or it's it, right. we know what's going to happen. But then when he wins, it's just, man, there's nothing like it. Like And when wrestling and that happens, you think something's not going to happen and it does, it's just awesome.
0: You don't get crowd reactions like that every day. No, I, for people sure. People were just, you know, throwing babies in the air, toilet paper, yeah. throwing <laughs> I mean, it was it's everything you'd want and it was uh you know, and as a as a, you know, WWE fan, even you took a look at that and just tipped your hat and said, "Wow, that was something special." And it, it was. That and that still holds up. In my opinion, that still holds up today.
1: So, WCW's got the pay-per-view logo on the mat which I was always a fan of. What do you think of the logo on the mat for pay-per-views?
0: I I dig it. It also uh, reminds me of uh, WCW NWO Revenge. So that right there, extra bonus points for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think think it's cool. Um, You know, it gives you, you know, makes, when we're talking about big fight feel, it kind of makes it feel special. Yeah. Boxing has, you know, for their big title fights, they have, uh, you know, logos in the ring too with the sponsors and, Things like that, so I, th- I think it's I think it's kind of cool. It's something different and it stands out.
1: Yeah, Gold Nash just hit the sidewalk slam on Goldberg. This match is fine. It's slow paced. It's what you'd expect. Two big guys kind of going at it. And I remember I always remember this quote of Nash. It was on the original Monday Night War DVD that WWE put out in two thousand, like six. I want to say it's really old. It's the original one where Nash talks about Goldberg and kind of, you he, know never passes the opportunity to bury Goldberg. He goes, yeah, you know, Goldberg's great, but it's pay-per-view, it's a main event, and he's got to go 20. He can only yeah. go two. What are you going to do? How like, many 20-minute main event? did you do, Nash? <laughs> like I'm, four?
0: Right. So I, I don't remember King Mabel at SummerSlam going uh, going 20-plus. Yeah, in fairness.
1: I'm not going to put that on Kev. We, there, he had some... I guess pretty much they're always either against Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels, but he had good matches.
0: He did. He did. I, so I love Survivor Series 95. Yeah. Uh, that finish is still one of my fa- – maybe my favorite finish of all time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, stuff like that. Or even him and uh, Razor Ramon yeah. at uh, SummerSlam 94 Yeah, uh, for the Intercontinental title. Now, again, other than Bret Hart, you know, there was always that knock on Kevin Nash where he was only really good – you know, he would only – really start working with, he was with his click buddies, mm-hmm. but I mean, when it came to it, you know, he could, he could get it done.
1: Do you have a, uh, any favorite Kevin Nash or Scott or diesel merchandise or figures or anything you think of?
0: Um, I just, I finally, after a while, got a hold of the diesel retro. Okay. Uh, so uh, that, uh, that was a, that was a big deal for me. Um, I I, w- I still kind of wish I had that uh diesel uh bone crunching mm-hmm. action because that was uh you know he was basically in, I believe he was in wcw him and Scott Hall when the diesel and razor Ramon uh bone crunchers came out but um you know I think the that diesel retro is is my favorite just uh yeah. because that was supposed to be in the orange card uh Hasbro collection that didn't uh mm-hmm. that series that didn't come out and You know, you gotta have gotta have a diesel, yeah. Especially backing up your Shawn Michaels and your uh, that's true. That's that's, true. You know, it's perfect. You gotta have that. And I think
1: the new Legends dash is awesome. Like the face scan's great. It's got the two sweet hands. It's got the Outsiders t shirt. I I like that one a lot. Was it the Ringside exclusive Outsiders one was pretty good, Uh, but Diesel ones are tough. His his Hall of Fame wasn't great he had a couple diesel like le- like elites that aren't the best. So I think you're probably right with that retro for being the best diesel.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's either that or the Bendem, and nobody, you know, nobody's like, Oh, I love the Bendem series, unfortunately. But, uh, um, but yeah, I, the diesel retro is great. And plus it stands a little bit taller, uh, I, that and the Braun Strowman, I think out of that set, uh, stands a little bit taller than, uh, the other retros to give it, uh, give it scale, which I, I really appreciate Oh boy, Disco Inferno!
1: Is he in the wolf pack, or is he trying to get in the wolf he, pack? He,
0: he was sucking up, trying to get into the wolf. He's pack.
1: wearing your wolf shirt, and you had that, oh, that is, God. That, is, the shirt. that is the shirt. Bammers!
0: I do not. I remember Bam Bam in this match. I do not remember Disco Inferno. It's been a minute since I've seen this, but
1: kicked him in the gut. Clothesline. Now this is all kind of going to hell here. Is this the finish? This is, this is a, Jesus, this match is short. It. Scott Hall with the cow taser, cattle prod. Well, look at the crowd, man. They're going nuts. Yeah. It's, it's security I mean, they're, they're a security grab a fan?
0: A lot of them are ready for this.
1: Look at this. Everyone is standing, thinking, oh, my God, this is going to happen.
0: Witnessing history. He's
1: got him in the jackhammer. People, look at the crowd.
0: I Everyone think I, thinks. They're jumping up and down.
1: Yes, this is what three
0: wow
1: that that is all dudes like pump
0: absolutely that yeah that's the guys that's the guy's roar right there absolutely
1: that was awesome and we'll have we'll, this match was short so we can as we're on here we'll we'll find the uh the finger poke of doom which I believe is the next oh, night
0: perfect perfect
1: it's the Nitro I'm gonna look up what date that is it's easy to find
0: I that's my wife's birthday January the 4th 1999. really did yep. you
1: do you celebrate did you let her know that when, you, when so, you first thought it was her birthday give me that story really quick so, as, as Nash celebrates his championship win
0: you know as most of you know well I, I can't I won't include you but you know as you know as a uh you know true true geek and um you know one of the one of those things I do you know um my wife's birthday is on uh Your Wrestle Kingdom is January 4th every year, so it's easy to remember um, (laughs) all that good stuff, but I do remember (laughs) that because that's the same night that Mankind won the WWE title, and I did let her know that, and I said, you know, you do realize your birthday was one of the most important dates in wrestling history for many reasons and she's like yeah great that's fine yeah, <laughs> she's cool. like what is so, wrong with you <laughs> you know she she uh you know she amuse, you know she goes along with it and just you know pats me on the head and just kind of sends me on my way mm-hmm. but but you know and that and uh i remember you know january 4th, 2010 was uh uh also the night uh Bret hart came back to the wwe and that was the same night they went up against or tna went up against them so that date is kind of ingrained in wrestling History for all kinds of fun things, and she gets a kick out of that every once in a while. while I bring it, man. Up. C- like, yeah,
1: kudos to her for having this 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 crazy date here. All right, so we're gonna go to I'm going to Nitro now. It's seasons, by the way, right. season five, episode one, January fourth, nineteen ninety nine of Nitro.
0: Season five. Right. Let's get over there
1: of uh on the on the Peacock if you want to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna open it and we'll fast forward it to I. I know this is famous for the Tony Schiavone that'll put butts in the seats line. I don't remember watching Nitro at all this night. Like, it didn't even occur to me because of what was going on on Raw. Even though it was taped, I must have avoided, you know, WrestleZone.com spoilers or whatever. Didn't even occur to me to put on Nitro. Like, you've got Rock Mankind for the title. Are you nuts?
0: I have a story about that too because I'm 100% like you. I avoided spoilers the whole night. In fact, my buddy who we would call and talk about, you know, talk wrestling the whole mm-hmm. time. Uh he may not have known or he didn't he didn't, you know, smarten me up, shall we say, to say, "Hey, Mankind's winning the title. I did not watch Nitro. I didn't hear the butts and seats, none of that." So I was following the whole the whole night where Mankind and the mcmahon's are going back and forth and you know, he, you know, finally gets the title shot and oh my God, he wins the match, you know, which that was that was a big deal because Mick Foley for me and in, in high school, he was the man. So he was it, that was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was it was so crazy because, uh, you know, this is this is all this is going on on Nitro and I was um, almost oblivious and. You know, I was so focused on what's what's going to happen and what's going to happen with uh, yeah. mankind in the title. You know. All
1: right, so really quick, if you want to to jump to it, it's two hours and eleven minutes exactly on Peacock. It's it's Michael Buffer doing the announcements. So if you want to, I'll give you a second to get to that. So we'll sync up. Yeah. Let me know. I, we jump, get it at the same time. But there. yeah, but I, I'm curious how many other people out there were watching this instead of Raw that night. Because that Raw that night is one of the most epic Raws ever. The whole show is awesome. The ending, of course, with the pop. It's crazy they did a title change on a tape show. But they they were just doing it, man. They didn't care. And kudos to, to mankind, Mick Foley, for getting that reaction, that moment. So let me know when you're ready. We can play together. Two hours, 11 minutes exactly.
0: I am there. I'm ready to go.
1: All right. On go. Three, two, one, Go. So by the way, this is the January fourth, nineteen 1999 issue of Nitro. Of course, January fourth is Tony's wife's birthday, he, who he remembers because it's the same day as Wrestle Kingdom, which I'm sure she appreciates.
0: The, uh, so I gotta give crap about that, you know? Just uh, yeah, you know, Wrestle Kingdom. hey.
1: Well, what's <laughs> funny is, so my wife's birthday is March thirty first, which is generally around WrestleMania weekend, and since I usually go every year. It's always a thing like am I gonna leave after her birthday leave on her birthday It's like it depends it depends what it is this year I think if I think I'm going to Dallas for the weekend um but I'm leaving on her birthday and she's like, I don't care anymore like it's not like a, a major <laughs> thing for me it's whatever I suppose I suppose <laughs> you're allowed man there's a Nash cardboard cutout drawing someone's got behind buffer they just showed a second ago. This and is this also with the George too, correct? Yeah. This yeah. is not as many people as the Hogan Goldberg one because if you look they're doing a good job on the camera shot here, but it's cut off by more than a third it looks like. Right. It's it's cut off, which is fine. It's still a football stadium. It's a massive deal.
0: Yeah, there Yeah, there's still a few people in that uh, in that building, so they, you know. And this is, you know, I believe if correct me if I'm wrong too, didn't they advertise Goldberg? This was going to be the Starcade rematch as well. Yeah, they, they did all that thing with Elizabeth, where Goldberg got detained and sent to jail, and all this other stuff. And yes, so
1: here comes Hogan in and, and work slacks and a t-shirt with Big Papa Pump
0: and tape fist. Yes,
1: <laughs> you know, I've, I mean, listen, it's it's fun to shit on Hogan now because of everything he's been through personally, and of course, whatever. But I was the biggest. Hulkamaniac kid for sure. Love the Hulkster. Uh,
0: in, in in 1990, I started watching and he was, you know, he was, he was my guy for a long time. So, it, you know. I get it. Yeah. He, you know, without him, I'm, I'm probably not here right now. So. I that's... get
1: it. <laughs> Literally. I get it. Uh, look at him, man. He's pumped.
0: Fresh <sighs> off his presidential run, I believe as well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember. So this was, I was a freshman in high school. And he did that Nitro episode when he was running for president or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in class and like, by that time wrestling wasn't as, it was starting to get not cool. And there were these kids behind me, like, like, Yo, I was to through the channels last night. And I was like, Hulk Hogan was running for president. I'm like, what is this crap? Who watches this? I'm like, not me with my stone cold shirt, like <laughs> tucked right. into my back shirt there. <laughs>
0: You know, it, you know the sad part was, I remember uh, the he went on Jay Leno, and this is after that uh, Road Wild match yeah. that they had, and he actually, re- quote, retired and announced he was running for president. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, Hulk. And then at the same time, I turned over to ESPN, and they had on their ticker on the bottom line, it said, News, Hulk Hogan retires from professional wrestling to run for presidency of the United States. They got worked, brother. <laughs>
1: they got worked, I Nash, wish. with more pyroid. Is that the Wolfpack shirt you had with the that Red Bull?
0: That's the shirt.
1: Do you still have it?
0: Unfortunately, no. They, I wish I did.
1: They make reprints of it. So, the, man, with Knowing what's going to happen here, because we know this is the finger of, of Doom, they're really selling everything out. All right, here comes Nash. He's pointing to the stage. What a great nitro stage, by the way. That is That, that stage rules. It. Here comes Scott Hall. Scott Hall is a... I've met him a couple times at just cons and stuff. And both every time I've met him, he's been in a great mood, for sure. My favorite story is from Jeff at WrestleCon a few years ago. Jeff from Fully Posable had like this Mount Rushmore piece of like 90s wrestlers on it. It was like Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, I think Diesel or whatever. And he had Bret Hart sign it. And Bret Hart looks at it he goes, why would you have Scott Hall on this? He's like, I can think of a million better wrestlers than Scott Hall. Wow. So I was like telling Jeff, I'm like you go over to Scott Hall's table. I'm like, Hey, Bret Hart's talking shit. He's like, no,
0: I'm not going to say that to him.
1: Cause a big old man wrestler rumble. It's
0: going to be the Royal Rumble 93 for real. Yeah. But, well, I mean, of all the people's like you text Scott Hall. I mean, Scott Hall was a hell of a worker. I love watching him work. Yeah. He could have a good match with anybody. Well, his okay.
1: Rumble 93 match versus Brett sucked. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's still yeah, better. Brett's, Brett's still bitter about it. Kevin Nash here is still crazy over this is like I could see why the crowd's so pumped. I would be pumped too. Like here we go. The original outsiders were like, yes, this is what we want. The band back together. Right. Hogan's yelling at some girl in the front. Who is that? that they're yelling at and like there's some girl out there. Is that a nitro girl?
0: Yeah, she's yeah, she's in the yeah. I don't know what what she's doing.
1: She's on the other side of the rail, and then Papa Pump and H- Hogan are on the outside, breaking this down. This is like some shit where if they did something like this today, where built up this big rematch. The meltdown online would be hilarious. And also would be hilarious is the people purposely going in the opposite direction, defending this move, how great it would have been.
0: I, I often wonder, you know, how, uh, Twitter would have been during the Monday night wars. That's one of these things. I just always, uh,
1: it'd be like it is now people would refuse to acknowledge anything was good unless it's on their side. That's what well, happened. So,
0: yeah, I, and, I, and again, I, you know, I was one of those guys. I just, uh, you know, I defended WWE to the death, and I almost, I don't regret my WWE fandom er, as much as it was at the time. Mm-hmm. But I do, um, I think I would have a better. I'd like to think I'd have a better attitude because I miss WCW. I still wish it was around, and you know, I, I guess I appreciate it a lot more now because once you're when you were in it we were I, you know we, I was in high school at the time during the war and it was just well yeah. of course you know WWE so much better you know they've always been the standard blah 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 but you could see that stuff, you had so many good things and you know when more when more companies here comes the are, finger poke
1: here comes yeah. it's, it's well they're they're winding up here so Hulk's doing the looking around me brother me he's intimidated he's looking for someone to roll him up from behind yeah <laughs> hoof <laughs> he is doing the hoof face for sure <laughs> Nash is Nash is in good shape here he's got the long hair and here we go Hogan's gonna go in after him look this is just knowing what's about to happen The big shove by big sexy on the Hogan those
0: people are standing they,
1: they don't mean, know what's important. gonna happen they're,
0: they're into it
1: no one knows what's gonna happen here I think I've seen this a bunch of times. And again, this is something we only see the highlights of. But look at the build. Here we go. Here comes Hulk. Here he comes. He's gonna wind up. And finger poke. Nash bumps.
0: I was like, who? Who said Kevin Nash couldn't bump?
1: One, <laughs> two. Look at the guy in the front row there with his painted face. He's so happy. The NWO is back together, and the crowd is now. The crowd's like, this is this was like a fart in church. How it went off. This wasn't yeah, even there, heat. No one's, everyone's just like, this was dumb.
0: <laughs> no, there was, the, there was the one guy with the painted face jumping up and down and everybody else is asking what happened.
1: Goldberg getting dropped off here in a Ford Taurus. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look at this. He's What's running. Heavy? So he was, like you mentioned, he was detained earlier. So he was released in the police station. Now he's running to the arena in a, looks like a bum equipment zip up. Everybody in the, in the ring's all happy. Pop-a-pump, Hogan, Hall and Nash. Come here, here comes Goldberg. And here comes the pop as Goldberg almost runs to the gorilla position and there's a pop. People yeah, are pumped. That's what they paid to see. Yeah. So. Now here comes the trash. Who's he going to spear? Ooh, Crescent kicked. Spin kick to net Or a pop-a-pump. Northern light suplex onto uh, Hall. Crescent kicked... <laughs> Oh, Hogan hit him with the belt. Barely. (laughs) Goldberg's going to not, uh-oh, is Goldberg going to no-sell this? Look at Hogan getting his shit in. Someone's got a Goldberg Atlanta Falcons jersey in the crowd. Here we go. Spear. Wow. That was not a good spear.
0: No, I'm even surprised Hogan took that, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, here's Luger. Lex Luger,
1: he's wondering what's, why is he defending Goldberg? What's the deal here? He's telling him, get him, get him. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, double axe head! Oh no, Luger is turned on him. What a shit show this is! I forgot about Luger coming in at this and ruining it even more. And I love Lex Luger.
0: Yeah, and the funny thing is, I do remember uh, after this uh, Hogan starting to wear the uh, the red and the red and the black, or a mixture yeah. of both the black and white and the red and black. But after this point, I mean
1: Goldberg's well, getting racked here.
0: If the NWO uh, Hollywood wasn't worthless before the, the the black and white, if they weren't the B team before, now, poof, because now you literally have all the good people in this, uh, you know, in this this faction, the uh, the Wolfpack hybrid here.
1: Goldberg is being handcuffed to the ropes, which I'm assuming is because. He had handcuffs in the police station. Wouldn't they take those off of him? Well,
0: you know, he was just in such a hurry, he had to get to the arena. just, don't worry about it, brother, just get me there. Mm -hmm. Fort Taurus, that's cool, let's go. (laughs)
1: Exactly. He's getting shocked by the cattle prod. Buff Bagwell's in the ring now, along with Miss Elizabeth. And now he's, uh uh-oh, they're going to paint him, aren't they?
0: Yep.
1: I always wondered... uh, how much of a pain it was to get the paint off if you were spray painted by the NWO. I've
0: that's seen online a, that's a question. We need to, you know, when you go to cons, yeah. things like that, I think it's i uh, I'll ask you minds want to know.
1: And yeah. W O for life Hogan. He's getting good. That spray can on Goldberg. <laughs> I've seen online. People have gone to like, uh, signings and had another spring his head black he's now he's pissed he's moving out of the way he's like what the fuck guys <laughs> they're spraying his head this wasn't the plan so. but i've seen people get their nwls belts or sorry their wcw belt spray painted by nash as like a signature which i think would be kind of cool
0: absolutely that's unique
1: here we go hogan's gonna spray it and this is what i thought was cool the the red spray paint on the title and look at that.
0: I mean, that's a squad right there. I mean, in all seriousness,
1: except for Buff.
0: Yeah, and Buff. So, yeah.
1: and they go off the that's air here. Meanwhile, on Raw, Mankind is winning the championship, and you wonder why that. You wonder why that WWF kind of took off, and that's pretty much the reason why. But I think. I think I've had enough Kevin Nash matches for one night, but I was a fan of Nash for sure. And looking back, I'm still kind of am, but he's not exactly a rewatchable wrestler.
0: No, no, he's just definitely not. You know, if you're a work rate guy, you're not getting it. If it's not a, you know, it's got to have a good story to it. And, um, you know, I can maybe think of maybe one Mm -hmm. quote, you know, four or five star match that he had and, I'd probably put that uh, in your house, Shawn Michaels match up there. Yeah, the cat, the so.
1: good friends, bitter enemies one, the no holds barred match. That's right, yeah. hardcore match. So. so what what's going on with you in in wrestling collecting world? Anything fun? You pick anything up for Christmas? Anything you got your eye on, or anything else you're looking to grab, or just kind of browsing for right now?
0: Um, I'm my collecting is I focus on the classics really. I'm uh I collect the the Hasbro's, the Galubes, the mm-hmm. LJNs. So I just acquired uh, the Vince McMahon LJN, and around Thanksgiving time I got the, I uh, found a pretty good deal um, from a, you know, from a, a seller for the Silver Shades Series Eight Brett Hasbro, and the Galoob Dustin Rhodes. So I was really excited about that because that Brett has eluded me for a long time, but. Um, also, um for Christmas, I did get the uh, the Cody Rhodes LJN style AEW yeah. figure. I'm on that the, box. It, great. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, the, I I'm staring at it right now, in
1: fact. So. <laughs> I'm holding my Cody L J N right now. He's he's on my podcast desk next to my mm-hmm. uh my Ken Hawk Harrelson Hawk solo bobblehead. So, so I got him on there. Yeah. It's a the I think the L J N style AEW figures are pretty good. I, I think they're solid. They're better than the Jax ones that they did. Yes, they could be a little taller and a little like bulkier. But I think for what they are, they're really cool display pieces. These would be awesome as a kid to play with. You can beat the hell out of these things.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, those, you know, the, the LJN's always had some weight to it. So if you can, uh, you know, beat on it, beat on it, beat on it, and, you know, nothing happens to it. I mean, that's the that's the perfect wrestling figure right there. Mm-hmm. So um, in the uh, other than the, the Luchasaurus AEW figure. Uh the you know the unrivaled. I got the uh uh NECA super shredder. Speaking of Kevin Nash. There you go. Kind of puts a nice blow bow on things. Uh I got the uh that uh NECA super shredder for uh for Christmas. So
1: awesome. Now do you keep everything on the card or do you open stuff up or is it a mix? What's it like for you for collecting?
0: I am more of a loose collector, uh just because I still have a lot of my childhood figures mm-hmm. that I have uh that I've incorporated in, in, into my uh collection uh since I've expanded it especially during the during the pandemic. Yeah. Um but I do have several figs on card like I have the uh the Cassius Ono Elite uh both iconics um you know a couple figures and then I have uh like I just got the uh the Darby Allen with the TNT title. Yeah. That which is just that's my figure of the year that's it's a beautiful figure. And I just, I couldn't, you the, know. I'm that's the unmatched,
1: the unmatched the unmatched series, from. right?
0: Yes. That that thing is solid. It, it is. is. So solid. And I'm
1: looking, so I recently decided that, so I had that Darby Unmatched and the Cody Allergy on in the card. And I was like, all right, well, I only got a couple more. So I had the f- entire first series of the unrivaled AW Series 1. I have them all, all six. I'm like, all right, I'll get all six of the first series of the Unmatched 2. So I've ordered all those. And I've got the Dustin Rhodes coming, there's only one I'm missing, coming in the mail. And then I've got that Sting, which apparently is amazing. The pictures I've seen look awesome too, the AEW ones. Those are my, that's pretty much what I've got going on. And then other collecting stuff-wise, nothing else crazy. I went to Comic-Con. I got CM Punk to sign my I Was There shirt from the United Center show. I met Jake the Snake Roberts. Had him sign his Legends figure. So that a couple, just little things I've been I've been uh, finishing up my collection with.
0: Awesome, cool, awesome, good stuff.
1: Good cool. stuff, man. All right, well, this is a fun little watch along again, a fun show I wanted to do. We haven't had a show in a while just because of just personal stuff going on with the co-hosts and all that. So, Tony, thanks for coming on. Uh, you can follow Tony on Twitter. He's pretty active on there, and the Fig Life, and the collecting community, and the retro community. He's at Tony Wingdog Seventy Two. Follow us on Twitter as always at PPW podcast. I'll keep you guys posted and get another regular show out as soon as we possibly can really want to do my Hogan 93 show. So (laughs) hopefully Eric is back soon. I will text him probably tomorrow to see what's going on, but thanks for coming on, Tony It was a fun time and it was definitely fun to get, get some wrestling chatter out there into the world again. So I appreciate you coming on.
0: Well, thank you very much for having me. I'm I'm humbled and I, you know, I had a great time and, Was looking forward to this all day long. So thank you again. And yeah, hope hope this was a good listen for everybody. Yeah,
1: it's fun. And go back and watch these shows. And if anything, go back and just laugh at or just go watch the Kevin Ash shoot interviews. Those are always just always a hoot. So thanks for coming on, Tony. And thank you everyone for listening. I don't know if we'll see you next week, but we'll see you soon.